Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, Marvin. How are you? Uh, just trying to stay out of trouble. Um, I know you've been tying quite a few flies these days. Yeah, they. Uh, whoever gets this box of uh, box of flies better sanitize them or something, because I've been sanding my fingers bloody making cork poppers the last couple of days so hopefully nobody gets hurt in the process yeah well i mean you know looking at your weather i know you were kind of on the tail of the weather system that came through but your temperatures were kind of in that super cold trough that we usually have for a couple weeks every winter where you know your lows are in the upper teens and the low 20s which probably means not a good idea to fish and a really good idea to tie flies yep just about i mean like we were talking before, I think we, we haven't had a ton of volume, but snow just about every day for the last week or so, it seems. And I think the high today was in the high 20s. Um, supposed to warm up the next couple of days, but going into next week, you know, we're back in the high teens, you know, low 20s again and looking at a couple inches of snow and rain and, and you know, whatever we end up getting. So. It's a uh, dynamic time out there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because people are certainly still thinking of fishing. We have a question from Preston, and he wanted to uh, get your thoughts on larger tributaries uh, to the New River in southwest Virginia that hold smallmouth during the spawn. Yeah, um, I'm going to start off by saying most of them or all of them, um, smallmouth you know, just very basically, um, are very, very basically moving sort of shallower, um, you know, across a gradient from deeper, slower water in the wintertime to slower or, or, uh, not slower, uh, shallower, um, water with good spawning structure and, and water in the springtime. And the new river is, it's nice in the sense that it has spawning habitat spread throughout. You know, it's a very uh, structure-filled river. Um, we have lots of big backwaters and islands and, um, you know, wedge systems and boulder gardens and all that kind of thing that make for good spawning habitat. Um, but some of those fish will end up pushing up into some of those larger tributaries as well, um, you know, where there's if, if there's good spawning habitat present. And so all of the major ones, um, all of the, most of the major ones have resident populations um, that may or may not move out in the wintertime to overwinter in the deeper, you know, main river. But um, almost all the main ones, you know, up in the upper river, you have Little River, um, you have Big Reed Island Creek, Reed Creek, um, and then on the lower, you have the other little river um, in Radford and Snowville. You have uh, um, Big Walker Creek and Wolf Creek. And, and all of those will, you know, have a, a number of fish in them. Um, but the main, I guess the main uh, thing you should be looking for is good spawning habitat. And again, that's, that's just water that is protected from uh, current. So, like I said before, you know, big ledge systems with black water behind them, um, 
bouldery sections of the river with black water behind them, um, where you have points coming out from the river and not necessarily an eddy where you have swirling current, but water that's just stagnant behind it. Um, generally less than, you know, four or five feet of water, um, with sort of a cobbly or, or small gravel sand bottom is where the fish will set up. So that's your main, um, that's what you're looking for. Um, the other part of the equation is, is where they're coming from. And again, they're coming from deep water, um, deep, slow water pools, the structure on the bottom or at the edge of those pools to prevent them from, uh, getting blown out when the river, you know, comes way up in the wintertime when we have lots of rain. Um, and that, uh, th- those places exist where you have a lot of, uh, you know, creek, um, you know, confluences. So a lot of those bigger creeks, when they enter the river, you end up what amount with what amounts to a wintering pool. So some of those fish in that wintering pool will move up. Um, so if you can sort of locate the wintering pools and then you can find good spawning uh, habitat in the lower ends of some of those um, bigger tributaries, you can sort of understand uh, the route that those fish are going to be moving on in that pre-spawn period. Um, and then once they get set up, you know, once we're in that 60 to 70 degree water temp range, um, you'll probably be able to see them nesting and, and doing what they do during the spawn. And that's a really cool time to be out and about, um, observing. So that's what I would recommend. Um, but there, you know, there's not one Creek that just, you know, has, smallmouth spawning in it in the springtime it's it's more of a general thing and and they're just going to move throughout the watershed to find what they need got it and you know folks we love questions on the articulate fly you can email them to us or shoot them to us on our facebook or instagram page if we use your question i'll send you some articulate fly swag and then you'll get into a drawing for some cool stuff at the end of the season for matt and speaking of drawing for cool stuff uh the 2020 season is over and we announced what we were going to draw for last time, but uh, Matt, why don't you remind folks before I give you the name? Yeah, so uh, I'm putting together a little fly box full of, uh, you know, sort of my go-to smallmouth flies from any given year. Um, and then, of course, I'll, I'll those that'll come with uh, stickers from me and Riley Rodcrafters, and then we're going to give away a uh, 50% off coupon for any of our rods that are available on the website as well. Yeah, that's super generous. And the lucky winner is Tony Rushing. So, uh, Tony, congratulations. I will pass along your contact information to Matt and, you know, keep your eye on the mailbox. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Sure. And, you know, and of course, again, it's 2021 and, uh, got to keep the tradition alive. So, uh, what are you writing these days? Uh, yeah, so the column this week uh, that came out was called Tying for Spring, but it's kind of just a quick little essay that I wrote about, uh, you know, sort of sitting at the fly tying desk like we've been doing a lot the last couple of weeks and, uh, you know, tying smallmouth flies and thinking about smallmouth fish. So um, it's uh, nothing terribly informative or anything but it might be worth a read if you're interested absolutely and i will drop a link to that in the show notes awesome. 
Yeah, and you know, folks, we're in that kind of trough of the winter time, but the days are definitely getting longer. And you know, time spent at the vice will be well rewarded. So uh, sit down and tie a few dozen, watch a football game. Uh, I guess there's only one football game left to watch, maybe a little college basketball, and get ready for the spring. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. All right, thanks, Marvin. Thank you.